Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. This is Robert Lundberg with Tasha Steeles, and this is the Saturday edition of the Busted Open Podcast. On today's show, we'll discuss Roman Reigns going unhinged on Sami Zayn. Are there tensions growing in the bloodline? Also, Jade Cargill's streak continues in a stellar match between her and Sky Blue. Who can end the streak? We'll give you all our thoughts on this Saturday edition of Busted Open. Keep it locked. So good. Like that's, so wait, he said, some say we lost. <laughs> you know, like the yeah. idea of losing unfathomable to, to Roman Reigns. That was, that was definitely him having his losing it moment piece by piece, especially with the laugh. Okay. You, you know when you're about to lose it, when you start to laugh, like <laughs> insanely. And um, yeah, but he didn't lose. Sammy lost. Sammy, you got to come on, man. You with the bloodline. You with a, a family of champions. You can't be losing around here. Like, we don't we don't we don't do that. And then he goes unhinged, right? Like uh, something's been going on. Like he, he's he's getting to a state of of breaking. We, we've yep. seen him in this tribal chief persona kind of be like too cool for school with everything. So I, I think that was another interesting bit of storytelling where, okay, Roman's now feeling some sort of pressure somewhere. It's like you, when he, he talks in his calm voice and you still kind of get scared a little bit, but then <laughs> he screams and it's just like, you damn near pissed yourself. Cause it's like, Oh, I really pissed off the tribal chief here. And um, I'm about to get an ass whooping of a lifetime. Yeah. So um, with Roman, God, I love me some Roman. I'm sorry. I do. I really do. And um, he's amazing. He's great. I loved, I followed his career for so long and um, I just love what he's doing. I love the whole bloodline story. I love with Sammy being in the bloodline. I just, I just love everything about it. And like, like we said earlier, this is, this is going to be the greatest, uh, um, like just the greatest storyline ever. Yeah, It's one of those things. Like there, there are great matches and there are matches that, stick with you forever. Um, no one would say otherwise, right? We all have those matches that stick with us forever. But there's also, in, in wrestling, I think those moments, those, those feuds, those promos that stick with you forever. And, and, and it's a balance of both. And, and this is, is in that latter bucket, I, I think. This is, not a, this is not a here and now moment. This is a forever moment, I believe, that we're witnessing. Because I can have an argument you know, when my kids grow up and they find something that's great, I'm, nah, that, that, you know, that's not as good as the bloodline story, though, buddy. 
it's it's like a, a Michael Jordan LeBron James argument, yeah. okay? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm all about the moments, but it's it's the talking, it's the promos that that's for me, you know, because that's that in between stuff that helps the storyline of whoever you're in the storyline with. It's it's the talking moments. It's the it's that moment of of you explaining what's going on and your emotions and and everything you invested into the storyline that that gets it for me, you know. So. Um, yeah, like they could they they could never touch in the ring, but it would just be just the promos in between that just gets you excited about what's gonna happen next. Yeah, all those little backstage moments too, and the, yeah. the chemistry between Roman and Sammy, I think, is just through the roof. And whoever's idea it was to bring Sammy into this storyline, I actually read it was Roman's who, who suggested it. So credit to him. But that's the other thing about it, Tasha, is I don't know exactly. And I don't think anybody knows exactly how it's going to unravel. We all realize it is going to unravel. That is, you know, a foregone conclusion. At least I would, I would believe. And we've gotten close a couple times, but that's when the honorary use shirt came out, and it felt like Sammy was stronger in the bloodline. And then he, you know, he he showed his level of commitment, and even Jay was like, "Oh, this is my guy now." So he he gets even further in, and then we start to see it it fracture a, a little bit last night and and I think with with the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania coming up that's the natural place to start the the tension and to me a good idea on how to do this would be to actually have Sami Zayn win the Royal Rumble because if he wins the Royal Rumble you set up this he could he could do it accidentally too like if he accidentally eliminated you know let's say the Usos are in there he accidentally eliminates Jay to win the Royal Rumble and sets up a, a possible showdown with Roman Reigns. Because I, one thing, Michael Cole said last night that the winner of the Royal Rumble can challenge for a championship. So there's a lot of possibilities that they have with Roman having two belts. Roman could headline both nights of WrestleMania. That's a possibility with a belt on the line each. I also think if he's going to face The Rock, The Rock doesn't need to win the Royal Rumble to get that match with Roman. And if Sammy does win it, there's also a way to resolve that before if you don't necessarily want him in the you know the headline match at Royal Rumble, depending on how it goes, but I I could see that paying off so well too, considering the long build. So if I was in charge, Sami Zayn's winning the Royal Rumble. Ooh, Sami Zayn winning the Royal Rumble. I can see that. I can see Sami, like you said, accidentally, accidentally winning the Royal <laughs> Rumble and not even realizing maybe somebody else is hiding underneath the ring or something. Yeah. Somebody slid out from underneath. And he thinks he has one more person, but he doesn't. And his hand is being raised. And I, he's excited. He won the Rumble. But then it comes to realize, oh, shoot, I won the Royal Rumble. That means I could possibly be facing my tribal chief. And that's just, yeah, that tension we don't really want, especially with Paul. Paul's got to calm everybody down in between. And, yeah, he's got to go to Paul for some advice because, you know, I don't want to piss off the tribal chief, but... I won the Royal Rumble, so I may have to face him. And he just, he yeah, he just got, everybody's good with him. You know, Jay, he mend that relationship with Jay. So Jay likes him now. And 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 we'll, we just have to see what's going to go on. But I feel like um, with, if Sammy wins the Royal Rumble, Sammy wins the Royal Rumble, he, he, he has, to, has to face Rom, uh, Roman. Um, somewhere in between Kevin Owens is, is still in the mix. You know, he's still in the mix. Um, and the friendship 
I don't think it really dies out. The friendship doesn't die out. It's just on pause for right now. Um, Kevin's getting his frustrations out. Sammy, he's getting his frustrations out. But at the same time, he wants to prove his loyalty to the bloodline. Um, but in between, because the fact that if he wins the Royal Rumble and that tension goes in between with Roman and the rest of the bloodline, what's going to happen if the bloodline turns on Sammy because of it? And what will Kevin Owens do? Well, yeah, that's the, the subtext that's so interesting and why I do legitimately think it's next-level storytelling, right? Like, this is mm-hmm. – when they give out Emmys, this should win an Emmy. There's no reason it shouldn't oh, yeah. win an Emmy. Uh, and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have this relationship going back, you know, they came up together. Like, they're, they're you know, simpatico, right? So, as far as that goes, you know that's part of it, too, and, and I could see – and I think I, I've seen this a lot. It's not I, I didn't come up with this. This has been a prevailing notion. But eventually it being Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens who take the tag titles off the Usos. Um, I can see that. That's why that's why I said Kevin Owens is still in the mix. Like the friendship is not like completely died out. It's on pause right now. And we're just trying to see where everything lies. Um, but yeah, I can I can definitely see Sammy and Kevin winning the undisputed uh, titles from the Usos because who who else is going to beat the Usos, you know? Um, and the friendship is mended again. They're best friends. They grew up together. They 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 went into wrestling together, you know. So something like that, it just doesn't die out. Um, you do go your separate ways. You do find different paths, but eventually you come back together. And um, I can see that happening. And when you have a reign that has worked as long as the one that Roman Reigns has had and the Usos have had, the the other aspect of it is you're only going to get one chance to end it. And and now the way you end it is so important and significant that I I don't think that can be understated. I I think, you know, Sammy and, and Kevin Owens having that triumphant moment, that would really pop the crowd, obviously. That would be a, a, a cool thing. But then the other side of it, the, the Roman side of it, whoever beats him has to be who you think is next, I believe. Like, that's, that's the, the rocket ship that you're putting on the back of whoever you think is you're, you're identifying as, you know, as Stone Cold and The Rock passed it to John Cena, and then now John Cena sort of passed it to Roman. Whoever Roman is passing it to, that, that's got to be the person who, who gets that one, two, three. The question is, who is it going to be? Yeah. Who is going to be that one? You know, it, it's it's amazing to to sit and, and just think, okay, well, Roman has basically beat every single person on the roster and has repeated, like, it done circles repeatedly defeating these people. So who is it going to be the one? I think, I think uh, Cody Rhodes comes back because we cannot forget about Cody. Cody Rhodes comes back and he climbs his way back up the ladder. And he takes the undisputed titles from Roman. You you just you you got to think about some things like that. And and Cody's status and with the video packages between Monday Night Raw and SmackDown, he's he's gonna come back in a big way. And he's if he has to climb that ladder again to get back to that championship contendership, he's gonna do it. And he's gonna do it. And he's gonna do it for his father. And I feel like he would be the one to take it off of, of Roman. Well, yeah. I mean, I th- I think um. If I'm setting the betting markets for it, Cody Rhodes is probably the favorite to win the Royal Rumble, and then I would have Sammy as the next 
favorite. Um, I'm trying to think if there's even anybody else I could see. Maybe The Rock comes – if The Rock were to come back and do a surprise. But, again, I don't think you need The, the Rock to, to win the Rumble. And I, I do like – I do like the idea of Roman headlining both nights of WrestleMania. I think that's cool and unique. So in one night he could fight The Rock, and then the next he could it, it could be Sammy or it could be uh, Cody Rhodes, as you're, you're mentioning. Uh, because otherwise, headlining the other night, I, I, they, Cena might be there, right? Uh, Austin has been training. Those two together would be some kind of mega match too, even if you're going back to the past. But the, I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the idea of, of Roman putting both belts on the line one after the other yeah i mean it, he's a fighting champion so i i can i could definitely i I like the idea as well for him doing both both nights um he's a fighting champion and he he probably would do it anyway you know just to prove himself um and he's been champion for over two years so um yeah we'll we'll, we'll see what happens you know a lot of twists and turns you know with wwe that things change like just like that so um we we have to just tune in Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Tasha, I, I remember when I was growing up, you know, there was women's wrestling. And obviously, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've seen the, the TV shows that, that give a nod to that. And then there was divas who, you know, at the time felt more like pinup models in, in a sense. Mm-hmm. And now, though, women's wrestling, I mean, women's wrestling, men's wrestling, no difference, right? Like that's – there's a, a level of, of quality – there's a level of gravitas. There, there's all that. And, and I, I think, you know, the, the women of WWE obviously deserve a lot of credit. To, the women's division over there is, is stacked. And Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley and so on and so forth. Um, obviously, we were just talking about Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks. When it comes to AEW, though, look, AEW has done a very good job appealing to its core fan base, the, the wrestling fans, wrestling fans. But a lot of the noise that they've made outside of that bubble has always been former WWE. You know, CM mm-hmm. Punk comes back. Even if, if Sasha were to go there, it would be former WWE. All the, the you know, the biggest names, even uh, Danielson and, and Moxley and, and 
Jericho, former WWE. To me, the, the biggest star, potential star, that they have under their roof, that came up under their roof, is in the women's division and is, is Jade Cargill. Because she, to me, has this uh, sort of charisma, this um, presence that is going to eventually, if she gets enough exposure, people are going to be casually interested in, in what she's doing. Yeah, Jade, when Jade first came on the scene, um, we first saw Jade on the scene, she was um, she was out there. She had her, her thing between Brandy Rhodes, Cody, and then you had Shaq in the mix and, you know, things going on there. And people were kind of like doubting her a little bit of her skill because she didn't come from a wrestling background. You know, she, she came from basketball background. So it's like, all right, well, here's another person that that's not into wrestling, but they're coming into wrestling. So people are not really taking them as serious, but you know, um, it just takes time. But with her, she definitely developed on TV and, and she didn't give up and she developed um, at the nightmare factory and growing and, and, and going into training and training 10 times harder because people were doubting her um, and her skill. Um, but it's just her, yeah, her presence. She has the body. She, she's, she's got the attitude. She's got the style. She's, she's got it, you know, and, and with her putting in the work with training and, and wrestling and in her matches in between, they're all not great, but at the same time, she's still developing, but she's still showing and proving every single match. She's got women's uh, what 48 and oh now she's 48 and oh, and each match that she's had, she's gotten even better ever um, since the last match. So um, definitely Jay Cargill is uh, one of the biggest stars in the in the women's division there at AEW. And um, she's doing the damn thing. And she's a TBS champion. Um, so yeah. <laughs> well, well, once you get to 48 no to that, that becomes a thing, right? Like, mm -hmm. uh, like we were just talking about with Roman and his however many days it is now, uh, like the Undertaker once still one of the greatest moments of all time. I, I don't care what anybody says when Brock beat the Undertaker and the fan reaction, priceless. I I, I <laughs> that that one guy with the glasses. Yes. That arena was quiet. <laughs> quiet when Brock won. Holy hell, you could drop a pin. So now with, with Jade at 48 no, that starts to become uh part of her persona, part of her brand. And you have to you have to lean into that. And and then again, you also can't end that without um the proper gravity around how you would end something like that yeah it, it and it, it just leaves the question as to who is going to be the one and whatever and one you know because she's still going she's still undefeated um the person who i thought was going to take it didn't take it so um you but you also have other women that are in that locker room that's ready to possibly take that uh, title from her not just the title the streak but I think it's more it's more focused on the streak than the title I think the title is just the cherry on top it's the streak you know she is the female undertaker there at AEW in the women's division um, so it's like who wants I think the the more focus is who's going to take that streak and if they do when they do take that streak what does Jade do after that you know does she go for the AEW women's championship does she get her redemption and and get back the TBS championship, what does she do from there? But we won't know because we still don't have that one that's going to defeat Jade, you know? So, but like I said, there's there's a, a group of women that hasn't gotten in the ring with Jade yet in that locker room. So we shall see. 
Well, if they did secretly sign Mercedes Sasha, that's exactly where the direction I'm pointing her in. If I'm if I'm running things, mm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw Mercedes Monet in the TBS circle there. I would definitely keep her in that uh, AEW Women's Championship because I think her and Jamie Hayter would have a a, a good set of matches. Um, With Jade, I feel like that would be something maybe if Chris Statlander comes back from injury, takes and, and defeats that streak. We still have um, the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, uh, Mercedes Martinez, another Mercedes. You know, who says she can't be champ champ? You know, she can be champ champ. And I and, and, uh, have the TBS Championship and the Ring of Honor Women's Championship. Uh, you have a couple people out there, you know. So if Mercedes Monet comes to AEW, I would keep her in that circle. Because, you know, of, of being a women's, the AEW Women's Champion, because you have so many not too many people going after it, you know, but then you still have Thunder Rosa who's on injury. She may come back and want the title back because technically she didn't lose it. So she just lost, she got it taken away from her because of injury. So I would put Mercedes Monet, Monet, excuse me, in the AEW women's championship circle there. Where do you think Mercedes Monet, Sasha Banks winds up? 877-344-4893. Also taking reactions to Vince McMahon returning to WWE and the latest in the bloodline, Sami Zayn storyline, 877-344-4893. Now, um, Tasha, also last night you had the acclaimed um, against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. And First of all, the fact that Jeff Jarrett, I'm, I'm, I'm going back to – J E double F J A double R E double T double J Jeff Jarrett like the, he's still out there and looks kind of good. Let's let's give credit where it's due. Yes, man, he's past fifty and he's still whooping like he's twenty. It's just amazing. Like and then he wasn't really consistent on wrestling. Like it, it he was gone for a while, a long while, and then he's back doing these full time matches. It wasn't like a little small five minute six minute tag match. No, it was 10 minutes, 20 minutes. Like the, he's out there kicking and moving. Like he's, he can skip a beat, you know? So it's amazing. And then with him and Jay Lethal tagging, I, I love, I love them both. Um, so with the claim, it, it, it's just a great put over moment. They're already over, but being in the ring with people like Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal, you know, puts them over even more. So. I yeah. Like the acclaimed, uh, um, they came down, they did the intro, the rap, and, and come in. First of all, uh, shout out to Anthony Bowen, who was um, an intern at the, the radio station I, I worked at when I, I was with uh, ESPN Radio in New York. He was actually an intern there. And, wow. and who would have thought? The more, <laughs> you, the more you know. <laughs> and, and then the, the one other thing, I'll be, I'll be a little bit of a jerk here, but I thought it was good. The, the Vince McMahon line that they threw into the, the intro. But I will say this. It does, every time they do something like that, I think it is almost a nod to the fact that the WWE is the big dog. You know, as, as, as much as, as AEW is popping and as much as AEW has created an identity, when you're looking for that pop, the, the yeah. cheap pop, if you will, what do you do? You mention something from the WWE, you know, and, and in this case, Vince McMahon, who happened to be at the, in the news at the moment, and you're going to get a <gasps> reaction from the crowd. But in order to do that, 
and, and you have to know that reaction's coming from the crowd. And why do you know that reaction's coming from the crowd? Because deep down, everybody knows that the WWE is is still, you know, the 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 end all be all in a sense. Yeah, it it you know, there's no mistake about it that AEW and WWE do not like each other very much. <laughs> At least some of the people inside both companies. Um, yeah, you you're gonna take the shots when it's there. You know, you're gonna get petty when it's there. I mean, I. I myself am a petty person, you know, I'm petty steals. So if the moment is there, you have to snatch it and take it and, and do what you have to do. And that's what Max Caster did. He he had that moment in his raps. He comes out, he does his dis, disses to everybody. And if he didn't do it, I would have been, the, I think I, I would have been, and I think Twitter would have been like, yo, you, you, you had this liner right here, why you didn't say it? Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/slash activecash.